speak on it with who you with, Kirk, bro. Welcome to the show. Let's get this party started. I'm in. Hopefully, y'all had a great day today. I'm in. It wouldn't be allegedly because he was charged. Welcome to speak. I'm in. Welcome to speak. I'm in. Why those must be some good wings? I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Who you with, Kirk, though? Happy Monday to everyone. Want to welcome y'all to speak on it with who you with, Kirk Dog. I'm M. Who you with, Kirk Dog. Hopefully everybody is having a great day today. Welcome everyone on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, D Live, Twitter. Uh, you can also live chat with us in the chat room. Um, so tonight uh, we're gonna switch it up a little bit. Like I said last night. Uh, I always got to have that rabbit in your foot. So uh, welcome to the show, um, everyone. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple of news articles that came out uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Michael McKinley. Yeah, a 25-year-old military vet is charged with attempted murder. Yeah, we're going to detail about that a little bit more. I guess Michael's just having a bad day today. Uh, Michael Shane Doherty uh, is an ex-cop bragged on social media about participating in the um, in the ride at um, at the Capitol. Welcome to the show, Radio Chaos. Um, hopefully, you're having a great day today, and it's it's kicking off pretty good. So. Um, so we're going to talk about that tonight. Oh, and then we cannot forget. Oh, well, also Richmond police. Um, the difference how they treat um, white people and black people with guns. We'll talk about that also. Um, and then, of course, we're going to talk about the impeachment. Um, it is set, just like the Super Bowl. It's set. So uh, we're going to talk about that. And uh, before we get too started and get too involved, I want to remind the residents of DeSoto, Texas, um, you have a mayor runoff going on. Uh, Definitely go out and vote. Let your voice be heard. Um, Right now, you can vote. Uh, this week until the 27th from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. at DC 3901 North Polk Street. And uh, starting on the 28th and the 29th, you can vote from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. at um, DC 3901 North Polk Street. Like I told you before, if I was a resident of the Soto, Texas, my vote will go for Kenzie Moore. Um, that brother's is always up front, honest, and that's who you need as a leader for the city of DeSoto. So uh, definitely get out, let your voice be heard. Welcome to the show, uh, T. Cal. Um, I see S.A. Alice have fled up in the building. Uh, hey, happy New Year's to you. You blowing up. <laughs> you blowing up, Kirk. Hey, I'm trying to do what I have to do. Uh, um, so definitely uh, welcome to the show. You talking about I'm blowing up. I hear you doing some big things over in Florida also. So um, we're going to need a, need a 
talk about that a little bit. Uh, some of that black girl magic you have going on. So uh, definitely, um, uh, so definitely keep supporting the show. And uh, did y'all enjoy that show last night with a uh, New Vision Media with uh, Tamika and Stormy Knight? Man, that was a great show. Uh, oh Lord, Robin and fled up in the house too. Welcome, Robin, to the show. Straight out of uh, Seattle, and she's in the house tonight. So, um, man, I know it's going to be a great show. The whole game is here and then some. So, um, um, I'm not going to hold y'all up. I'm going to just go ahead and get into it. Um, so, this actually came out a while back, but it's just not making the, the news about it. Um an old man charged with attempted murder for shooting into a car full of black teenage girls, wounding one of them. A 25-year-old military vet is charged with attempted murder after shooting a black teenager at a rally for president, ex-president Donald Trump uh, near the state capitol in our last month. Michael McKinley of St. Charles, our resident told police he fired into a car of black teens at the December the 6th rally in, in Des Moines um, in self-defense. Self-defense, so you had a Trump rally and a car full of young black girls and you got paranoid and you felt your life was threatened. Okay. Um, according to the driver mother, Danielle Gross, the teen and the Trump supporter argued about politics. Gross said the demonstrator her racial flares at the teens. They were saying some racial flares and the girls argue with them and it went from there she said according to trump supporter the girl started the confrontation and made threats i seen some of the trump rallies how they do so i don't know uh, rally goers su surround the vehicle while the girls were inside the driver put the car in reverse ran into a truck it's not clear if she struck the truck struck the vehicle intentionally um mckinley said he fired into the vehicle to protect himself but y'all are surrounding the vehicle i don't know um according to court documents mckinley wasn't involved in the verbal change oh so he wasn't even involved that led up to the shooting the documents say mckinley walked the, walked toward the vehicle pulled the gun from his waistband and shot into the car from 15 feet away. So you wasn't in immediately danger. Uh, a 15 year old girl arguing with the Trump supporter through the sunroof was struck in the leg. The driver sped off to take the girl to the hospital. McKinney was wearing body armor. Hmm. So he had on body armor too. So I think he came for a war. Um, and had two loaded magazine in his pants along with another firearm 
with Trump decal in his vehicle. He initially did not come forward as the shooter and put the shell casing in the back of his car to cover his track. He confessed after others identified him. So you took the time to do the shooting, pick up the shell cases, go put it in your vehicle to hide it, and you didn't even come for it. Um, on social media, he's he expressed uh, support for the White Ring Proud Boys group. Authorities have not commented about whether the shooting was motivated by race. You think? McKinney, a former member of the National Guard, faced up to 25 years in if if 25 years in prison if convicted, he remained behind bars after a judge re- rejected his request for bond. Yeah, I think he should be in jail. I think he also need to get the 25 years. Here it is. Y'all surround a car. Surrounded a car full of teenagers. What do you expect for them to do if if a mob surround your car? You're going to try to get up out of there. Yeah, they was arguing with you, but they don't give you no rights to shoot them because you they don't agree with what you're doing. I'm just saying. Um, I'm like I'm like you. Uh, when I when I read it, I was like, "Wow, this is crazy." Um, Rob, yeah, sick person doesn't. I agree. Self defense, my butt. I don't see self defense. Um, black women are easy target for white supremacy. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And that's why it's so important if you are not licensed to carry, please get licensed because they feel like uh, you are a easy target. So definitely get licensed. That's what any woman actually, because those are the ones they would try to target first. Um, Robin said, I know Trump didn't make these people hateful, but he embedded, <laughs> emboldened them. Regulation in this country is absolutely tragedy. Let me raise my screen up a little bit more because I can barely, okay, I can see now. <laughs> um, so definitely, I, Trump have, he allowed them to take the sheets off. Uh, take the hood off and come out and be exactly who they are. So this is just just crazy. You shot into a car with teenagers and you shot one in the leg, I believe. And then you you took the time to pick up the shell casing. So you knew what you did was wrong. If it wasn't wrong, you would not have taken the time to pick up the shell casing, go put the weapon in your trunk, in your car, whatever it was. Um, you would have left it there. 
But you had all this planned out because you did come with body armor on. So, yeah. I hope you get the 25 years. I'm glad that jail, that a uh, uh, judge did not give him bond because he shouldn't have it. He should be in jail. And um, this is crazy. Um, um, I'm not quite sure. I'll pull it up and see. Um, I will have to pull it up and see. Uh, I don't think it said it in the story. Um, Hold on real quick. Let me see if I can get to a different stream and pull it up. But it, it's a possibility. I don't know for sure. Um, no, Polk County is in uh, Florida, right? Um, hold on real quick. Uh, yeah, that's in Florida. That was in um, Des Moines. Uh, our, yeah, so that that's not Polk County. So um, he is a danger to society. It's a lot of them are. A lot of them. Um, uh, T. Cal said, it's a, yes, it's a shame how we as black women are easy target. Yes. She said that, yes, it's intentional. Uh, Robin said, let me, let me open my stream back up. Uh, we are a long way from equality, but I feel like we went backwards. I don't know what the next step is to get back headed into the right direction. I think it's legislation and conviction, extra long sentence for hate crimes. What are your thoughts? Um, I think so far we're we're starting to head into the right direction. And the only reason why I'm saying that, because we voted the food out of office. That was the best thing we could have done was voted Trump out. And because we voted him out, now, if you pay attention to what Biden is doing, he's actually going to clean up his mess. Basically, like as soon as he got in office, he ended up changing um, about gays and transgender in the military. Well, it was President Obama that said, hey. If they want to be in the military, let them be in the military. And so Biden uh, uh, signed the executive order to allow them to be back in the military. Uh, Trump, he didn't want to do that. So I think we're going in the right direction. But what really would make a difference that can change this whole thing, if they charge each one of those terrorists properly, and hold them accountable for their action. Me personally, I feel like none of them should have gotten bail. I feel like they should have stayed in in jail until they trial and, and be put in jail right after the trial because they should not be at home uh, doing the things they want to do because who to say that even though they on home confinement or, or whatever it may be, that's not going to stop them from 
uh, doing other terrorist acts. So yeah, they need to be held accountable. That's how that's how we make a difference in the direction that America would go in. Because if we hold the terrorist attack, the terrorists uh, accountable, that's going to make the big difference. Because what would happen is nobody else would do it. All eyes is on is on uh, is on each one of these cases that is going forward. Because if they do not hold them accountable, we're going to have more acts like this happen. And that's what we cannot do is have more terrorists, domestic terrorist act or any terrorist act, because they actually put us at risk by doing that. And according to them, they'll be like, oh, no, it's my rights. It's it's my freedom to do this. And I could do that. It's my Second Amendment. And no, you're doing a domestic terrorist act and you need to be held accountable for it. I did see where um, Guy Rifton's son spoke to a local um, a local uh, news outlet here, and he said he was the one that turned turned his dad in because he felt like their life was at risk. So he turned his dad in. I know it take a lot to turn turn your parent in, but still, what what he did, he should have. He should have. So, um, so that's what's going to make the difference. That's my opinion about it because they need to hold these folks accountable for their action. And for so long, for so long, they've been able to get away with it. And and to be honest with you, I want to say the ones that got arrested. NDC, that judge not playing. They not letting them out on bail. Just like the guy that had his foot up on Nancy Pelosi's desk from Arkansas, he was scheduled to get out last Saturday. That judge said, nope. He's not going nowhere. He's not going to get out. So he did not let him out. And I want to say the young crazy brother that also uh, got caught up in that mess, he's still in jail. That's the choice he made. So, yeah, I feel like they need to hold them all accountable because here it is. You let them come in and, and do a video chat or you allow them to have special meals in the jail, you in jail. This is not a restaurant where you can order what you want. You want organic. You should have thought about that before you did it. That's your fault. You lost that privilege. So, yeah, that's what I feel about it. Uh, exactly. He He looked crazy. When I seen the picture, I'm like, I can't look at it too long. I might might feel like I'm the ghetto boys or something when they um, 
uh, did the song, my mind playing tricks on me because uh, that might be the person he's seen in his sleep. So, um, so definitely the guy, the guy do look crazy, look like he was high on something, uh, allegedly high and on something, but his eyes was wide open. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, Robert said, um, Oh, absolutely. Every single one of those terrorists should be remain in jail. If if they were Muslim, that would would have happened. Yes, it would have. We must treat domestic terrorists uh, to be held in the same fashion as every other terrorist. Yes, they should remain in jail. And it's it's getting ready to it's getting ready to get very interesting because um, with what they've done, people finna start being some mockingbirds because what's gonna happen, the first one talk gonna get the deal. And a lot of people finna start, uh, finna start uh, uh, talking, trying to get a, get a deal. And and once that happened, we're gonna find out who the key players are in this. So it's gonna happen. And I feel that um they should remain in jail. That's all to it. I just feel they should be in jail. You do the crime, you do the time. Hell, you don't get no special privilege. Uh you stay in there. Um T Cow said all privilege. All gone. Exactly. It's gone. Once you once you got there and did what you did, you lost all of that. All your limits are gone because now you belong to the government. Um so that that's gonna be something interesting to think about with this guy, um uh Michael McKinley. So, um, yeah, shot in that car. And I think I read one story that said it was uh, four or five teenagers in there. I, I think, don't quote me on that. But the thing is, what if he would have killed them? It will be his word against theirs. Because what would have happened, they would have said, oh, they try to run me down with, with the car. But if if he would have killed them, they only had their words to go by. But you showed up with body armor on, weapon, magazines, another pissed in the car with Trump decal in there. These folks, I, I, I told y'all last year, um, y'all following Trump, it's going to end your life. It's going to ruin your life because Trump don't care about none of you. He cannot get you out of jail anymore. Trump trying to stay out of jail itself. 
And to be honest with you, y'all need to talk before him. Because <laughs> if not, Trump going to cut a deal. So, so y'all need to start talking. First one, get that deal. Um, and while we talking about, uh, since he talking about his life was in danger. And I just ran across the story right before I came on. Um, a Tacoma police officer ran over somebody. There was some type of protest or something going on on this corner. Um, and he cut his lights and sirens on. They said he was going after somebody or something. I don't know. But he ended up hitting at least, he ran over at least one person. And I'm not sure, I've seen several people fall down. So I don't know if the car hit them or not. So, and he kept going. And guess what his excuse was? I fear for my life. I felt like they was going to bust the window and attack me. But you throw your car in gear, cut your light siren on, and just speed through this crowd. It's not like he was trying to ease through it. But you know you ran over somebody. Because I seen the way the car lifted up once you went over them. But you fear for your life. That's what I say, these scary cops. You don't need a badge. Why you didn't call for backup? You ran over somebody kept going. What if somebody go out of here and hit and run somebody? They'll be held accountable. You should be too. And so, like I said, I don't know a whole bunch on this story, but I'm going to research it and have more information tomorrow. Um, Radio said too many gun gun nuts just looking for an excuse to use their firearm. Yes, I agree. Everybody shouldn't have a gun. Everybody mentally should not have a gun. Because some people feel like just because you have a gun, if someone upsets you, it gives you the right to uh, to shoot that person. But you're going to find yourself in a world of trouble. Once it come out, your life was not threatened. This person was unarmed. This person didn't try to attack you. But the first thing most people yell, I fear for my life. That's why the guy didn't get bail. Got look and got look between the lines. Y'all surrounded the car. You wasn't a part of the argument. You shot from 15 feet away. But everybody that was with you surrounded the car. Arguing with kids. Arguing with kids. 
But I'm glad somebody had a heart and decided to say something. They decided to say who did the shooting. And we need more people to do that. Yeah, I know Tacoma is uh, very close to you. I used to drive up there all the time. Um, and I've told a story about uh, why I'm picking up, getting loaded or getting unloaded. They'll be like, hey, you got your uh, fishing rod in the truck? I'm like, no. Oh, it's five o'clock. Those salmon swimming upstream. Um, but yeah, Tacoma, I love that area. Uh, especially with them doing, I would pass by and see people out there fly fishing. So that was always good. Um, let me make the stream a little bit bigger again. Uh, there were young people drag racing. He came in and I heard he got one of the cars. He drove right into the middle. Several people were surrounding his car and some was trying to bust the windows. However, he didn't get back up and let let me tell you, um, let me tell you, Taco. Um, well, they said he went after the car. Now, it was a group of people out there. But from what I could see in the video, <clears throat> it, they were just like in the road or whatever. And then, but I didn't, I didn't personally see no one trying to, open the doors or anything like that. Uh, but I did see, because beforehand, he did back up. And he could have backed up out of there instead of going for it and hitting all those people. Because most of the people, they were just kind of like blocking the road, kind of like um, several months back when they was having a BLM protest and... Um, California, and that guy had actually um, uh, ran through there and killed the protester, and he ended up talking about, I think he said he feared for his life, too, uh, or he didn't see them or something, so I don't know, but this is a cop. He'd know, he'd know better. That's the reason why they have uh, backup could have got on the radio and said, Hey, I need backup. They're attacking me, but you don't just run over a group of people. That's you don't need your badge. Um, he also uh, could honk and slowly creep. That's why I said he could have, he could have creeped. Uh, he cut his sirens, his lights was on, he cut his siren on, and he could have creeped for it. But what it probably was, now that you're saying, he, I did remember them saying that um, uh, he did, he was going after the car, but he was so gung-ho about trying to catch that car for drag racing or whatever, and that's what he wanted to do. So that's the reason why he made that decision to run over those people, I, allegedly the reason why he, why he made that choice. Um, he also could have uh, honked and slowly creep forward, giving people a chance to move. He just straight floored it. Yes, he did. The group surrounding him 
where Rome, yes, uh, but the people who got hit wasn't where wasn't where he where even the ones surrounding the car. Uh, curiously, is no one. I guess no one died, which is great because that one person that got ran over. Uh, he actually got ran over twice. I think the front tire hit him and then the back tire hit him because the the car was bouncing like it was going over a speed bump or something. <clears throat> I didn't see anyone hit the windows either. Just heard a few were attempting either way. This cop easily could have murdered many people. Yes, he needs to go. Yep. Fear for my life is not a not a damn excuse. Call for backup, exactly. Um, no, you okay? I'm, I'm. Trust me, I'm trying to. I'm reading through it. Sorry, I got typos. I'm cleaning the kitchen and trying to keep up. A lot of that. Hey, I understand because some of the things I have to do when I'm on the show, and I'll be like, okay, uh, uh, and I'm trying to. Um, do several things at the same time. So that that's understandable. Um, and, and we're finding out more and more about this terrorist attack that happened on January the 6th. Um, uh, uh, Ex-Georgia police officer um, facing charges as after his former department reported him to the FBI when he bragged about his involvement in the Capitol riot. They should have. They should have reported him. That's exactly what they should have done. I'm glad they did. Um, Authorities say 58-year-old Michael Shane Doherty was... Uh, what's the strive is pay him Mayor James Eubank to local station WCTV um, as a briefly tenor member of a small town police force before being fired over social media issues last year. So he was fired about social media last year. I claim he was one, one of the first ones over the fence when a mob of Trump supporters stormed the Capitol building earlier, uh, it say this. Well, yeah, earlier this month, um, he posted about his participation in the violent mob on Facebook and told a fellow officer during a recorded phone call that he made it all the way to the door of the Capitol before officer began firing rubber bullets and forcing him and other rulers away. I think the bullet shouldn't been rubber. That's my personal opinion. Because when you're doing a, when you at war, you don't, you don't shoot a slingshot. That's all I'm saying. Um, Exactly. That that tells you the mindset they have because they felt like they was above the law. 
that's the only reason why a fool would brag about it. He felt like he was above the law. Um, Trump made him feel like they was untouchable, as if he was going to get them off. Uh, so, yeah, you brag about it. You already lost your job last year, but that wasn't enough for you. So you want to brag about it. So now this year, hey, you're facing jail time now. And once again, I'm glad that police force um, turned them in because, you know, normally small town policemen, police departments, they stick together. They don't care if it's wrong or right. They stick together. But they said, no, no, we ain't we ain't getting involved with this. Let's do it. What's going on, Marcella Smith? Uh say what's up, guys and girls. Um, um T Cal responded to uh radio because they're not the bright. <laughs> they not not too bright. So I'm like, hey, it's um a lot of them not. A lot of them not. And but Trump make them seem like everything could be okay. But now Trump, I'm telling y'all, Trump, somebody better talk before Trump. Because Trump finna cut him a deal. That's all I'm gonna say. That's why they asking Trump to pardon them. Well, he can't do it now, but that's why they was asking him to pardon them. Like uh, Jenny Ryan out of McKinney, I believe. And tell me, we did it for you. You asked us to come. We showed up. Hey, surprise. Some of these riders can even find the front door of their house. I'm going to leave that one alone. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah. Um, some of them drove there. Some of them flew there. Some of them caught the bus there. But my famous word is, how'd that work out for you? Because here it is, you you did exactly what you wanted to do. And that did not work out too good. Now you're asking people to forgive you. That's not you. But you allow this man to play mind games with you and 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 ruin your life. Ruin your life. You feel like he was the best thing since flight spread. And now, Trump act like he don't even know y'all. <laughs> he basically said, oh, well. Um, so I'm like, um, uh, yeah, that... That's crazy. That's crazy. I, I, I'm a leader. I'm not a follower. Um, I, I will follow some people, but if it don't sound right, I ain't a part of it. Uh, that I won't do. So you got to think for yourself. And for four years or five years, you can actually say, y'all knew what this man stood for. He never should have made it to office. But some things about to change.
because we finna find out who the key players are. And especially uh, Giuliani talking about he's not going to represent him in an impeachment trial. I don't know if it's because of um, he haven't been paid or because he finna turn his back on him. He might be trying to get the deal. So somebody need to come on and talk about, tell the truth, shame the devil. Um, now, this next story, I'm not surprised about it. I've been saying it for a long time. There's a difference when it comes down to black people carrying guns or interaction with, with policemen. Because here it is, this actually happened um, at last Monday, a week ago. Um, Richmond Police, Richmond, Virginia Police Department seized guns from a group of black men at gun rights rally while white boogaloo boys admit they faced no issues at all. And I'm like, um, I'm like, wow, they wasn't confronted by authorities or anything. Uh, during the annual Labor Day dem- uh, Lobby Day demonstration in Richmond, Black protests expressed frustration about law enforcement, uh, desperate treatment. Uh, desperate treatment of uh, black and white actives. So they showed up with AR-15s, different type of guns. And basically, once the police seen them, well, they say the event which takes place at the Capitol every year gives citizens the chance to petition lawmakers on issues of public interest. However, Lobby Day is attended primarily by gun rights activists. So, uh, witness said police confront a vehicle carrying a group of black men in a in a sea of hundreds of white gun right at this demonstrating on foot and in cars near the capital. Everybody in the city is carrying today and you're only pulling us over. Yeah, the black woman among a group of angry bystanders. Shout out to Martin Luther King Day. Uh, one of the black men whose guns was confiscated called the situation a double standard and said it's it's an example of why Black America resent police. At least one other weapon was taken by an officer. In a statement posted to the department Twitter account, Richmond police said officer confiscated a firearm from someone who was carrying a concealed weapon without a concealed carry permit. Virginia's is and remain an open carry state, the tweet said. Now, I don't know if they say it's an open carry state, but they was approached just because of the weapons they was carrying. You had no right to stop them if it's an open carry state. 
So um, just an hour before the group of black men was stopped, the white leader of the Boogaloo Boys shared via microphone that his group of anti-government, far-right extremists was, was violating gun and ammunition laws. The group of all white men called themselves the last sons of liberty. Leader Mike Dunn, 20, shared with reporters and police alike that his group was openly carrying semi-automatic rifles in pure defense of local laws and rocking mags, ammunition magazine would double the legal limit. Uh, he told that the group did not face any issues. We are here openly defying these laws, these unconstitutional city ordinance, he said. So uh, on Twitter, the Richmond Police Department said firearms are not allowed are not allowed at per permitted public event. However, uh, they reported that authorities did not implement a majority of the demonstration on Monday. But you uh, went to the Black supporters because you're probably not used to uh, Black gun holders showing up at this rally every year. Um, so because some, some uh, I'm going to say some outsiders, because that's the way y'all treat Black folks as outsiders and not as Americans. Um, so because they showed up with their rights to be able to open carry, then you want to search them. Because if you searched, if you didn't search them, you would not have known they had a concealed gun. And you would not have stopped them if you didn't see the other guns. But at the same time, when you see um, the white groups out there who submitting that they over the ammunition limit they use them different type of magazines than what they're supposed to, but nothing is said. No issue. They wasn't approached or anything like that. So that's the reason why I talk about the difference between white and black laws, because it's a complete difference in it. And if people still do not recognize that today, you are part of the problem. You, you really are part of the problem for the simple fact that it's a complete difference when it comes down to black, when it comes down to um, white people dealing with the police and black people dealing with police. And it's, it's just not fair. That's the reason why we say Black Lives Matter. It need to be equal across the board. But most people don't see Black, don't see minorities. If we're not with you, we're against you. If we don't think like you, we're against you. But if, if you say freedom of speech, 
that also include freedom of thinking how you think because the thing is if someone don't agree with you it's okay to agree and disagree but once again when it come down to black people they feel like we angry we have attitudes uh, we're aggressive like bernie mac said in his joke don't don't be offended if you see a group of black folks around you're gonna hear the word mf around all the time you probably hear it every other word but at the same time that don't mean we fighting that don't mean we arguing or any of that that's just the way some people talk so um so definitely that's the difference between one of the difference between uh, white dealing with police and black dealing with police. Several years back, they did this guy did a uh, him and his friends did a um, a test in this town. The white guy had a had like a uh, assault rifle. He walked down down the street. Nothing was said. Black guy walked down that same street with the same gun and the whole police force came out. And if it wasn't videotaped, the guy probably would have lost his life. So, yeah, it's a it's a difference between black and white in America. So, um, shame on you, Richmond, Virginia. Got to get it right. Not only in Richmond, uh, Virginia, all American got to get it right. So um, today, uh, the House delivered the impeachment article to the Senate, triggering only the only fourth impeachment trial of a president in U.S. history. Um, Marcella said, Let me I don't know why my stream seemed like it's so small today. I gotta make it large to read. Okay, I'm gonna just call it call it out for what it is. It's prayer racism. And in America, we never get out, get our respect as human beings. Yeah. They'll give a little to keep us quiet. But We'll never get what O2 was. You're absolutely right. They don't, they don't think they owe us anything. That's the reason why they don't want to teach the real history of America in schools. Because if if people if the new generation knew the real history of America, besides what people are telling them, it it won't happen. It won't happen. Uh, so that's a problem within itself. We had those G.I. Joe wannabe out here with long guns surrounded the park where we were quietly praying for George Floyd. Cops were high-fiving them. That's just like when they gave Cal Rittenhouse water and telling them 
we appreciate y'all for being here after care for you. They could have saved two lives and could have saved one person from being injured. Um, Robin says, funny, they don't want to teach our real history. If you're ashamed, there is your first clue. There's a problem. Boy, that that just summed it all up, Robin, because if you're ashamed of it, it's a problem. You know it's a problem, but you don't want to you don't want to talk about it. You don't want to solve it. That's why I said last year when um, Ted Cruz, not Ted Cruz, uh, Greg Abbott got upset and asking for this teacher to be reprimanded because they did a a homework project that showed how the Klansmen treated black folks years ago and how the cops are treating us today. And they felt, he talking about that's wrong. He, they shouldn't be talking about that. Well, why you don't want the real history of America taught in school? Explain that. Why you don't want to talk about it? It's part of American history. But you don't want to talk about it. You don't want people to know. You want this new generation, hopefully this this older generation won't talk about the struggle they've gone through or it won't be passed down. And you can just wipe that out of American history. No, it needs to be discussed. It needs to be taught. People need to know the real history of America. And if they know it, they will want to change what happened. That's why Trump had the slogan, make American great again. When was it great for black folks? Never been. It's a great country to be in. I wouldn't trade it for nothing. But for you to hold that slogan, uh, make American great again, and we must also not forget Trump also said you must remember your history. It can repeat itself. What do you think the message was in that? That's why we need to make sure our kids, our grandkids, great-grandkids, they know the real history of America and teach it to them for they can teach their kids and they can teach can uh, continue to be taught because if we don't talk about it, it will be race. So we need to talk about it. We need to discuss it. We need to go and find some of those old movies, Roots, and, and show them how it was back in the days. So yeah, it definitely need to be talked about. We're not just talking about talking about Dr. King, which he did a, a great job for what he done. But in the history, like next month, that's all they're going to want to talk about. I have a dream that one day See, they don't want to talk about that. 
they don't want to discuss it. So we need to make sure we're teaching our kids the real history of America. Uh, Marcella said, I respect Canada and radio. I need a recommendation, not a lot. Hey, I already told radio, as soon as this pandemic is over, I'm a, I'm looking at trying to relocate um, and do something different. I, I'm going to be up there like, hey, man, guess who coming for dinner? Um, Robin said, uh, if we don't teach the ugly history, we will respect it. We will repeat it. And we see in real time that that's the truth. In fact, we see how Hitler came to power, yet people still voted for Trump, even with all the warning signs that he is a Hitler wannabe. Robin, you showed putting up some gems tonight because people got to realize we got to be careful who we vote into office. We have to be. And I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna put it out like this. Um, as we get prepared for this impeachment trial, I don't care what state you are in. If anybody is voting not to impeach Trump, y'all need to make sure y'all vote them out of office when their re-election come up. Because that would tell you there. They okay with somebody doing a, a terrorist act on America. So if they are going against impeaching Trump, we need to show them we're not taking it no more. We need to vote them out. That's why I say Greg Abbott, gotta go. Dan Patrick, holla at you. See you later. Ken Patson, gotta go. You and your two conviction are our um charges. Gotta go. Ted Cruz, gotta go. <laughs> All four of you have to go. Whenever your election come back up, you gotta go. You will be replaced. We will vote somebody in there that's going to be for the people and not for yourself. I never did vote for Ted, uh, for neither one of them, but I definitely didn't vote for uh, Greg Abbott. And when he changed his executive order for somebody who violated his executive order, he put their robe back on. He let us know where he stand. But when the two Hispanic women down in South Texas was arrested before that, most people didn't hear about them until I talked about it on the show. Until this other woman decided to violate his executive order. That's when we people found out about them and started looking into it. So he didn't care about them. That should tell you enough. 
they have to go. Um, radio said, come on, come on up. Border is, is still closed though. Now, and that's why I said after the pandemic, after the pandemic, we'll come up then. Uh, Robin said, a lot of laugh. I'm over here with my broom and mop cleaning up after the kids. But I'm turn, tuned in. Hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I know you always go back and watch the shows, so I appreciate the support. I always love it when you can join us live because you always bring some good some good points. Um, Radio said, uh, look like the Republican senators are not going to convict Trump. The trial hasn't even started yet. They have made up their minds. That's why we need to take notes. We need to take notes and we need to vote them out. That's how, matter of fact, everybody need to call their sentence and tell them they need to impeach Trump. Because this impeachment would do a lot of things. And it will save us a lot of money. It's not just about the money, but it's about the act that he done. And if they don't impeach him, they saying it's okay for him to continue to get that salary, continue to get that security, continue to get that insurance. And guess how much we paying for all of that? Every time you go to the golf course. That'll be our tax dollars paying for it. So you should call your call your representative and tell them they need to vote them out. They need to get them out of office. Well, he's already out of office, but they need to impeach him because they committed a terrorist act. And he's the one that encouraged them to do it. That's why people are saying on video. We came to Washington for you. You asked us to come. You asked us to do it. You even said you was going to go to the Capitol with us. We all going to march down there. We did it because of you. What more information do you need? That's what all of them are saying. We did it because of you. So at some point, you got to say, you know what? Hold this man accountable. If you don't hold him accountable, we're going to hold y'all accountable. And we're going to hold you accountable at the polls when we vote you out. So, yeah, take notes. Any one of the representatives that are voting against impeaching Trump, we need to make sure we vote them out. How Georgia showed up, turned the, turned the state uh, blue, we need to do the same thing in midterm for local election. All of them. That's why I said from the beginning, DeSoto, Texas resident, y'all have a mayor race going on. If I was in DeSoto, I would vote for Kenzie Moore because you need somebody who's going to be a good leader. I'm not in DeSoto. About a block from it, but I'm not in DeSoto. But if I was, that's who I would vote for because you need someone honest. 
someone who's going to look out for the people of DeSoto. You don't need somebody up in there that don't care about you as long as they're getting that check. Are they going to give special privilege to certain folks? And that's all I'm saying. Um, Marcella said, um, we need to, we need to chance, I need to change our approach. Um, all that marching and standing flat footed and streaming the injustice to their face won't cut it in this time. We did that already. We got to go at this differently. Yeah. Yeah, because one thing about it, in Georgia, they showed up and showed out. How how the Falcons say rise up, Georgia, Georgia rose up during the election. And every state need to do like Georgia did and let your voice be heard. Make a difference. Don't complain about it, just make a difference. You have plenty of opportunity. Um, Robin said, oh, and Sarah Sanders has declared she is running in August. Running what? <laughs> A lot of people are going to come out and try to run. Um, and and the talk is they're talking about trying to get a, allegedly trying to get a third party. I think Trump was talking about it for to go up against the Republican that did not agree with him. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, Marcella said voting is a great resource. And if we have two candidates and neither one of them support, I believe we should hold on to our vote. We can't keep supporting people who lie to us. Um, I would say it is yeah, I won't it's hard to say to hold on to your vote if you're telling people to get out and vote. Because either way, it kind of like you gotta outweigh the option. You have to outweigh them. See which one would be better because we know one of them is going to win. And if you don't vote, you may mess around to get the worst one in. So you have to do your research on every candidate and see which one is best. Kind of like a lot of people complain about Biden Harris uh, joining together. Well, for me, this was the election for who was best to beat Trump. At this point, if it was Donald Duck and and uh, Mickey Mouse or someone running, I would have voted for them too if they had the best chance of beating Trump. So, but like I said, if Biden Harris, so far they're going, they're doing good. Um, they are doing good. So if they continue on the pace that they are doing now, they will get a second term. Um, but if for some reason they start switching it up, which I don't suspect them to do that, um, 
like I said, in four years, I'd be like, hey, they got to go. But right now, I'm supporting them. I'm behind them. Um, they already voted, but this trial is important because it will help some of these some of those middle-of-the-road Republicans, America need to know the whole truth. Exactly. I agree with you. Um, Radio said the GOP have already started with voter suppression in Georgia. They want to limit people who are eligible for mail-in ballots and drop boxes. Well, we know why that is. Because Trump saying it was fraud and all of this. Now, I go vote, go vote, because we seen how they tried to in California. They burnt one ballot box. They put up another fake ballot box, and yeah, and hey, go vote. When it comes up, go vote. Uh, radio said Arizona want more automatic recount and Texas Republican want to make election interrogate their number one focus for 2021. Uh, I'm disappointed in our leaders here in Texas. I'm disappointed because our leaders are not for me. And they not for a certain group of people, mainly um, anybody who don't support their agenda. They don't. They don't represent us. They represent who support them. So that's why they need to go. Yeah, we we need to go through and clean the swamp. Ain't that's what Trump said during the election? Clean the swamp. And the only people that he got rid of was people in his own campaign. So we definitely need to do that. Uh, Marcella said, I'm not waiting for the next election. We need to start a petition for the resignation of the Senate seat. We the people. Exactly. That's what they're doing at Cruz right now. <laughs> they asking Cruz to step down. And it's going to be amazing when he get deported and uh, come back to uh, Canada and run for office and allegedly go back to Canada and run for office because he's his hand is out, his fingerprints allegedly is all over this right this terrorist attack a lot of Republicans are asking for him to step down so we definitely need to make sure we stay on it we need to um um, need to hold them accountable. Matter of fact, I want to say there are several representatives for Texas that have actually signed the letter asking him to step down. That's why he's been kind of quiet lately. He he he's hoping it just blows over, but then again, he showed up at the um, at the uh, inauguration. Yeah. He could have stayed home. He came to spread the virus, um, allegedly. So, um, um, Robin said the fight has to continue because Republicans are trying to change voter laws. 
you know, they never run out of some Jim Crow type of bullshit. We have to stay the course and call them out. Yes, we do. Uh, yes, we do. Because that's why they don't want to teach all of history. They don't want to talk about Jim Crow laws. They don't want to discuss that. I feel like slavery, the Jim Crow laws, the way they treated American people, it all should be taught in school. It should be taught. That should be automatic. Um, Sometimes you just have to vote for the lesser of two evil, sadly. Yeah, that's what, what I was saying earlier, Bob. When you have two that you don't agree with, still let your voice be heard. Just do your research and find the one that you feel that is best, but you don't want to tell people not to show up. That's the reason why we're in this predicament now where a lot of people don't get out and vote for local midterms, uh, state laws or anything like that, because they had this mentality that because of what the history have taught us that those selections are not important. But I think now a lot of people are starting to realize, and especially because of, of what I say on here and what a lot of other people are saying, our local election are important because those are where our laws are made. Because of the action that we have seen over the last five to 10 years, all these police killing. See, if we had stronger local laws and hold them accountable, it won't be like that. So it's very important that we get out and vote. Let your voice be heard. Let it be heard. Once again, like I just said, City of DeSoto, Y'all have a mayor race going on. You can go to DC3, um, Disciple Chapel over there with Pastor Marcus D. King at their facility, and you can vote uh, from January the 25th through the 27th. The polls are open from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. January 28th through the 29th. They are open from 7 to 7. So you could go and early vote now. So definitely get out, go vote, let your voice be heard and make a difference. Like I say, I can't tell you who to vote for, but if I was in the city of DeSoto, um, I would vote for Kenzie Moore. I've seen the work he's done in DeSoto. I've seen it. So why not? He already approved himself. So I would definitely vote for him. If I was in the city of DeSoto, it wouldn't even be, wouldn't even be a question. Because I've seen the way this brother get out in the community and, and work with the people to make a difference. So yeah. If it was me, I'll vote Kenzie Moore. Uh, more for tomorrow. 
And I believe that's what it flogging is more for tomorrow from what I've been seeing on social media. So, yeah, that's who I will vote for. Kenzie Moore. Um, <laughs> he's going to go somewhere. It's just a matter of time. And when he go, he's not going to like it. When 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 he get that uh that early morning wake up call, that beating on the door, <laughs> tell about hey, FBI, because I feel like his hand is real dirty. Like in that video, they was looking at his desk and they was talking, and they mentioned, "I don't think the Senate would want us to do do that." I'm just saying. Now, who they was talking about, I don't know, but they was reading information about him at his desk. So the reality is just a matter of time. It's a matter of time. And it's the truth is going to come out. It's going to come out. And it's not going to be good. Uh, Ted Cruz and Kayla... McKinney are both graduate of Harvard. Harvard Law School must be so proud of these two. Well, that's kind of like um, Mitt Romney taught him and um, what is that other Senate name? The one that was trying to run in 24, but he kind of messed that up on himself. Um, Mitt Romney said he taught both of them. He was their professor. And he said, apparently, they did not pay attention in class. For them to stick by Trump, they didn't pay attention. So it's just a matter of time before um, before it all hit the fan. And once it do, it's not going to be good at all. Trying to make sure I hit my numbers on my water. Um, I've been doing pretty good. I think I've been averaging about a hundred and I think yesterday I did like a hundred and sixty ounces of water. So um, I I be floating. So uh, right now I'm at a hundred and twenty three ounces for the day. So, uh, over a gallon, but I try to make sure I drink plenty of water and not try not to eat anything sweet. Um, so that's, um, that's a good thing. Thank you. T cow said that's good. Stay hydrated. Have to, like I say, I do a, very intense cardio workout um, where I'm working at in 120 to 130 degree weather. Um, y'all can't see my my desk, but since um, since I've been on the show, I'm not gonna. I have uh, two and a half empty bottles of water that is on my desk because. Um, that's what I've been drinking tonight. So, uh, but I, I'm like, hey, 
drinking plenty of water have to which is uh good for your body keep you hydrated and um of course you know drinking that much water you gotta go we gotta go um but yeah so that that's what i'm working on tonight with everything i came across and and tomorrow night um okay um I need to need to get into that spring water. Here is pretty good. I try to get the alkaline water, which is really good. Um, and I I try to make it at home. It just don't. I don't know when I'm when I had that that lemon in it and stuff. I'd be like, can I add some sugar to it? So uh, I had a cucumbers in it. Um, I eat cucumbers, but being able to drink that cucumber water, I'm like, ooh, that's a struggle for me. So I might be good on the first cup or two, but that's that's kind of a struggle, that cucumber water. But whenever I can find some good alkaline um i definitely buy it and do that i never was a big fan of uh diet coke and to be honest with you i feel like coke is only good to um uh mix it with a drink <laughs> um if you're gonna mix it with something uh that's what i feel coke is good for but now for me i i do well, when I was, whenever I would have a drink, I might do like um, some vodka or something. And and um, I would do like Hawaii Punch juice. And um, it actually give it a good flavor. And back in the days, I, I, I had to stop it because it became um, like an everyday thing. I used to go and get a, uh, a flush from this place um any type of flushy light and um i would get that flush and add the vodka to it and um it was actually pretty good i was like okay because only only bad part about it you add it in there and then you don't realize it's in there it'd be so good but then when you go to stand up, you're like, whoa, hold on now. And <laughs> snuck up on me. So um, but I've been doing good because I haven't had a drink. I think the last time I had a drink was uh, I think it was the last show we did last year was the last time I had a drink. So other than that, I'm just like, hey, I take that back. I did um uh have a sample of this wine just a little small sample so it wasn't wasn't much but other than that i just been drinking water um drinking water and i love um i like popcorn uh, um so 
At one point, I used to go and get crunchy munch. And I had to stop. I said, man, I was, I would literally go and buy like 10 boxes of crunchy munch at one time. And I would eat a box every day. So I stopped doing that. But um, I used to drink beer in my younger days. I will drink it every once in a while now. But I won't, I won't really buy beer for the house. Uh, matter of fact, I have some. I'm not a real big drinker anymore. I still have liquor that I've been having for uh, 14 years. When do it's almost 14 years that we've been married. So I I have some liquor that we bought on our way back from getting married at duty free. And um, so that been 14 years and I still have some of that liquor. And be honest with you, I'm kind of kind of scared to drink it because it's probably so strong now. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, I know one of them is like a half a bottle of crown or something. So I'm not a real big drinker like I was in my younger days. Um every once in a while I I'm like, hey, I need a good drink, especially since the pandemic hit. Uh, me and my boy, we don't go and hang out no more. So, um, when we hung out, I used to drink. Well, we had special bartenders. Um, I had to cut back on that because I found myself, um, I guess I need to buy some stock in them. You know, the major coffee place. I'm not saying their name, not unless they want to sponsor the show. If you notice, I'm not saying no names of any companies. I'm just saying they want to sponsor the show, they can. But other than that, um, for the couple of months, I found myself going to the major coffee place, buying, especially during the holidays, buying different uh, holiday drinks and stuff like that. But um, I don't really, I don't do coffee at the house. I do some hot chocolate, um, make some hot chocolate and um, just sit back and chill, um, especially if it's cold. Now, give me some hot chocolate in a heartbeat. And I would do it with, um, with milk, mostly. Now, only type of milk I drink is almond milk. But, um, so hot chocolate is good for me. Um, Robin said, I'm good with two glasses of vino. I used to drink more, but I tell you, turn 46, hangover, feel like death, straight death. Hey, I, I got you beat by a couple of eight, a couple of years. Uh, I, I never, I can only say I've always been able to hold my liquor. So when we was able to hang out, my friends would always say, oh, Curtis, you don't, 
you're not drinking, you're not going to take a shot with her. No, I'm good. Because, because driving trucks, I've always knew I have to protect my license. And because of that, when I'm out and about, I didn't like to drink that much, especially if I have to drive. And even when I did drink on a regular basis, I would also, um, if I was out and about, I would stop drinking at least hour and a half, two hours before I had to leave there to give me time to get it out of my system. But when I was drinking beer, I was, um, um, I drunk, I say to him, back then, MGD, because I know too many people not, probably not drinking them now, but that's what I, that was what I would drink all the time. MGD, Flit Smoke Liquor, Bull, um, and stuff like that. But if I drink a beer today, Heineken, uh, Corona, something like that. But I'm I'm a iffy drinker, so I'm hit and miss. Uh, from time to time, I'd be like, "Hey, I'm I'm good," but then sometime, uh, um, sometime I'm I'm like, "No, I'm good," because I I've always felt that. Alcohol and drugs was a mind game. So I don't have to have it to have a good time. At times, I'm like, hey, I, I need a drink today. So uh, Puerto Rico declares state of emergency due to gender-based violence. And that just came across my phone. Um Puerto Rico is declaring a state of emergency over gender-based violence de- delivering on demand made by active in recent years after a wave of killing, uh, targeting women and transgender people. Um, can we all just get along? I don't care about your sexuality. Long as you're not trying to force it on me, I don't care. Be happy long as you happy, I'm happy. But don't judge somebody because of what they like. And don't get upset because you don't agree with that lifestyle. You probably don't agree with it because you want to be a part of that lifestyle. And don't know how to get into it. I'm just saying. Treat everybody with respect. Love everybody. Um, Radio said, when I work on a cruise ship, passenger used to buy us, you know, big gup size Long Island iced tea. Long Island was pretty good. Now, one of, one of my bar, ex-bartender, because she don't bartend no more, but um, she used to make some great, Hennessy margarita. And I was like, hey, I come in, I'm like, you know what I want? Get a Hennessy margarita. I probably will have a couple of them, two or three. 
depends on how I felt that day. Um, but Hennessy margaritas was always good. Um, and I've tried them at other places and they wasn't as good as hers. So I'm like, hey, if I ever have a party or something, I'm going to hire her for a, a bartender. And the only thing we're going to serve Hennessy margarita because she made the best. Um, Robin said, I, I thought you were saying Mad Dog. That was my teenage years. A lot of, uh, we talked about Mad Dog before. Um, <laughs> talked about I had a party one time. And the next morning, had a couple of bottles of Mad Dog 2020 left. Uh, a couple of young ladies went in there and made uh, my cousin and I some breakfast. Had a package of weenies and and some bread and some eggs and and then she asked if I had some Kool Aid. I said, "Yeah." She took the package of uh, Kool Aid, pulled it in that Mad Dog Twenty Twenty, shuck it up real good, put it in the freezer, and um, that was some good drink right there. <laughs> but Felt it later on. It wasn't that good later, but it was good going down. So I have drank Mad Dog 2020. Um, and then um, uh, <laughs> Tika said, oh, Mad Dog. <laughs> yeah, you might as well go to 7-Eleven to take a dig at the pump. Put like this. As a, well, um, I'm grown now, so I can say it. as a child, um, and, and, and the person might be listening, um, but we stayed in, in the neighborhood we stayed in, there was one person that was older than all of us, and he would always come up. And he'll, especially like on the weekend, he'll have a bottle of Mad Dog 2020 or Thunderbird. Um, and the first one to drink out of it, we call that getting the poison off of it. So we would um, uh, we would take time because he, he would come with several bottles and we just uh, tuck them around different flavors whatever and he'd be like all right who, who getting the poison off of it first so we first one get that strong shot be like hey but yeah uh, mad doll 2020 thunderbird and even he, he might be listening because um that was that was interesting uh radio asked what is mad doll 2020 Mad Dog 2020 is some cheap. Uh, I'm going to say kind of like a cheap liquor wine mints in a, in a sense. You ever watch um, old shows like, like uh, Sanford and Son? Whenever Fred talked about Ripper, that liquor Ripper, um and and in one episode and i didn't realize this until somebody pointed it out 
in one episode when he talked about Ripple, it was actually Boomful, what he was talking about. It's kind of of a boom form, kind of sweet like Mad Dog. It's flavorful. They have like different flavors, but it it's one of those that sneak up on you if you if you don't respect the drink. And a lot of people when they had Mad Dog, when it was real pop, and it's probably still popular today, when it was real popular back in the older days. People would have it and they had the bottle in their back pocket because the bottle was only about. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, I'm used to using this camera, but the bottle was only about this wide and about uh, yay so high. And people would put it in their back pocket like they wallet and they'll put it in a brown paper bag. So a lot of what, uh, what they call winos back in the day. That's what they would drink a lot, was Mad Dog 2020 Thunderbird, um, and then Boom Form. Uh, it was always cheap to buy. Uh, like I said before, with Boom Form, I actually, um, back in the days, you could buy three bottles of Boom Form for $5 back in the days. So what I do, I buy three bottles. I take two bottles. Once I turn them up, I bring them down, it was gone. So, but now, no, you probably can't can't uh, pay me to pay me to drink it. So that strawberry hill or um they have so many different flavors now. So it's always a cheap wine that would um it'll sneak up on you. Um um so it's um it's good, but it's it's good going down. We'll say that. It's good going down. Um Robin said, yep, a lot of laugh. Oh that uh T Boy Strawberry Hill. Oh yeah. Uh so nasty, but when we were kids, it was a hit. Yeah, it was cheap. It was cheap to get. So you can you can beat it. Um TK, I said radio don't even want to know. Um, yeah, that mad dog. Matter of fact, let me. I don't even know how they uh, category mad dog 2020. I would say it's like a cheap wine. Um, well, not like a wine wine. Um, I guess it was it's, it's your last year, mad dog 2020. <laughs> Um, yeah, Mad Dog 2020 is a wine, the original ready to, it was the original ready to drink. Our grape wine is made with juicy, luscious fruit infused with tasty flavor to create a unique variety of Mad Dog 2020. So, I guess last year with... <laughs> That's what the Corona was. It, it was the Mad Dog 2020. It came in acting a fool and still acting a fool. Um, but Yan cheap, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's uh, Booms form. Um, that Booms was the bomb. You could get a party started with Booms form. Back then, you could. 
And then we went over to the bumpy face. So y'all may not know about the bumpy face. That was the sick one, Jen. Um, yeah, I have stories about that. I, <laughs> um, radio said, so not a drink served at a wine house party. Oh, no. No, you, you don't want to. You might get away with it. Uh, up in Canada, you might get away with it if people don't know about it. They may enjoy it. But here in America, you bring some Mad Dog 2020 or some Boom for them to a wine party, you're liable to get put out because they're going to be like, nah, we ain't, mm-mm. you trying to trying to kill somebody. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, 7-Eleven was one of, back then, that was one of the biggest places you could buy back then. Uh, Boom Forming, um, uh, um, Mad Dog 2020, because 7 Eleven was the biggest. It was 7 Eleven stop and go back then. Uh, it was it was mainly stop and go, and then I think 7 Eleven came in later. So that that was the place you could buy mostly in your in your community, uh, which is crazy because. They used to sell it. I guess I I don't know because now they starting to sell. Uh, a lot of people are getting. They opened the liquor up where they could sell more liquor and stuff. So it was kind of like a a wine, but it was. It ain't it ain't that type of party though. Uh, be honest with your radio. If you take this stuff to a party. You're gonna lose a lot of friends. They might enjoy it that night, but that next morning they're gonna be calling and be upset at you. And uh so yeah. Um yeah, Circa K is coming back here, uh, but 7-Eleven is still thriving. Um because um it's it's um 7-Eleven is still good, but Circle K's are uh, coming back in Texas. They always been in Louisiana, but now they're starting. I want to say they bought out Valeros here in Texas. So they turned in the Valeros to Circle K's. Um, Radio said the same, sound like the same quality as Silent Sound, Vaca, when I was a teenager. Ooh. I never heard a salad sound, but it sound like it's gonna it's salad going down, but once it come up, it won't be good. Kind of like um uh Everclear back in the 70s and 80s, which they I believe they still make Everclear, but Everclear was one of those liquor that is good going down and it'll sneak up on you. Before you know it, and you drinking, 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 you don't feel no effect. But as soon as you stand up, you're gonna be like, "Oh Lord!" <laughs> um. So it's um, Everclear. I want to say they still make it, but Everclear is one of the liquor that make you want more. 
and you don't realize you messed up. So, um, that's what I was told. I've had my share of it back in the days, but I didn't have a whole bunch. It would be like bringing some crackers to the potluck. Yeah, it it it. You don't want to bring Boom Form nor Mad Dog Twenty Twenty Thunderbird, none of that, um, because you're gonna upset some folks, especially if they know about it. If they know about it, they're gonna be like, "Look, mm-mm. that's kind of like for me, Russia vodka. I want food with. That's some strong stuff." I'm like, "No," um, and I've I've bought some before, but mm-mm. that's not good at all. Uh, yep, I would time, but Everclear, yeah, Everclear was. It was, it was, Everclear was a liquor that back in the days when they used to say spike the punch, that's what they would put in it because you can't tell it was in there until you start feeling the effect of it. So, uh, talking about Everclear, uh, it probably is, um, Hold on, let me say it's 190 proof. Well, it's a uh it's tech, I'm sure Texas is on there. In most states, it's 190 proof. Um and ever um And Everclear is a vodka. Um, it's made out of grains. So it contains 94.5% alcohol. Oh, <laughs> put it like this. Uh, it, it was often used as a spirit to use to remove stains. So if if it can remove stains off your clothes or off of a surface, that's something you don't want up inside your body because that means it's going to do some stuff. So, yeah, that gold flogger, ooh, that was good, but it, it was good, but it was kind of, kind of burned a little bit, but it was good. It's good liquor. Um, T. Cal said, uh, with the gold flake poison, yeah. Um, sound like a good drink to go. Oh, no, with the chicken in a can. I don't see anything going good with a chicken in a can. Um, because I would never try that, and uh. <laughs> <laughs> take care of talking about it again. Go to 7 Eleven, take a swig of that gasoline. Because, um, uh, <laughs> exactly. Matter of fact, let me drink a little bit of water now. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, <laughs> you got to stay hydrated. 
But for some reason, whenever I drink, I never would drink during the summertime. Well, I would, but I didn't drink much. Um, it's, um, but I, I have my mo- had my moments because some people be like, "Oh, you're not drink," but when I did want to drink, I did drink, and um, and some of my friends they like, "Oh, you drinking? Everything okay? You drinking?" <laughs> I'm like, hey, I just feel like a drink today. They don't sell liquor in convenience stores or supermarket in Canada. Um, I want to say Walmart is starting to sell liquor here pretty soon, if they haven't already started. So, uh, yeah, alcohol and heat do not mix. I think it was my, my 40th birthday. Um, yeah, it was my 40th birthday. My wife surprised me with a, um, uh, she, she put a, 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 a get together together for me. We went to the keg, had dinner. And when I, when we got there, she had uncalled one of my cousins from out of town to come up. Uh, one of my other close cousin came. My whole crew was there, uh, and some other family members was there. My sister, and I think my brother was there, too, and um, they all came. So we went to the keg, and um really shocked me because I'm like, I, I'm one of those type of people. I'm like, look, I don't need nothing for my birthday. Let's just chill. So she said, no, nah, we're going to go out to dinner, and... um got there and she had them put all this together. So that was good. Then um, after that, after the dinner at the keg, um, I actually, um, since my crew was there, they was like, hey, we're going over next door. And me and my crew, we all went over there and each one of them bought me a shot. Well, I wasn't driving that night, so that was a good thing. And um, uh, they bought me some shot. I I called this something. It was one fifty one or something. I don't know. I just said it was strong. But at the end of the night, my BFF had uh, gave me this CD, and on that CD. It had um, a song, do, do, do. another one bite the dust. Now, according to them, I don't know. I don't know. They said I was calling everybody that night playing that song. I I don't know. I say I didn't. They say I did. I'm like, show me records. So, <laughs> um, so that was a good night. And I appreciate my wife putting it together for me. But I'm really not a big drinker um, anymore. I will from time to time. Now, when we was going to this particular restaurant, my friend and I, we would always get, uh, I would get Hennessy Margarita, but not every time. Because sometimes I didn't drink at all. I just drink water. And the bartender would be like, Curtis, you drinking tonight? 
Yeah, I think I'm gonna drink a little bit. All right, it may be a couple of weeks before I have anything else to drink. So it was always good. Summer nights out at the club, but not in the sun. Nope. I wasn't really a club person because um, even though I DJed at one back in the days and um, I, I was used to hole in the walls. Um, that's the type of clubs I used to like to hang out at, um, old school clubs, um, older crowd, just sit back and chill. And, um, that was, that was the type of clubs I used to like to hang out with because a lot of people don't realize I'm a very shy person. I'll stop laughing because it's true. I'm very shy until you get to know me. So, um, um, so I used to go hang out at Hole in the Wall. Hole in the Wall, one way in, one way out. But you was always going to have a good time. So even when I DJed, that, that particular club had one way in, one way out. And I always had a good time. So, but going to a major club that wasn't my cup of tea i would go if i'm going to celebrate a friend or something but i'm like hey i just go because somebody wanted me to go with them or something i got around but i'm hoping you all have a good night i'm so glad i caught the show tonight yes and what's tomorrow tuesday uh tuesday so we're gonna have some new stuff coming up tomorrow also um i saw a guy drink a whole bottle oh yeah i wonder why he never touched it again that's not good but i can't do it but hey um but y'all have been listening to uh speak on it with who you with kirk though um tomorrow night i'm gonna hit on that that um tacoma police officer try to find out more details about that and also it was something else i was gonna check on oh um yeah target is back in the in the spotlight uh racial profiling so we're gonna hit on that tomorrow also and then um Whatever other news to come out, uh, we'll hit on that too. And if it's ever anything y'all want us to speak on, just let me know. Um, now, also, uh, Miss Risky and I, we supposed to be getting together this weekend and talking about it, but didn't get a chance to. We want to try to do a a um, a dating, a virtual dating for Valentine. Uh, so if you are a single, let me express single male or female. Um, and if you would like to be a part of our single virtual Valentine, uh, send me an email. Uh, we're going to do it virtual. And if it's a matchmaker, uh, what we would do, uh, we will make arrangement 
uh, for the two of you can have dinner sent to your home. Each one of them get a dinner for y'all can have a virtual dinner. Now, what I need in the email, I need to know if you're male or female, if you single divorce, what you're looking for, and also, um, it, regardless if you're looking for um, opposite sex, um, if you're a male, you're looking for a female, or if you're looking for the same sex, it don't matter. So, and what we would do, we would try to do a, a virtual dating uh, where you can where have one person trying to find a date and have like three contestants on there, all virtual on the show, and be able to um, ask questions and and find out if it's a match or not. If it's a match, we'll set it up where um, we will send y'all uh, dinner for Valentine. But you need to be single because we don't want nobody calling in or, or talking about, hey, that's my husband or that's my wife on there. We ain't going to do that. So, uh, so definitely, if you're interested, definitely send me an email at who you with Kurt Dog at mail.com, who you with Kurt Dog at mail.com, and uh, send us what you're looking for. Um, all the details that you will want in a person, send that to me and we would um, put it out there. If we get a match, we'll pick one person to be the person looking for the date and we'll have three contenders that would um, like to find a date. So let me know and we'll go from there. I will put a ad up on Facebook here probably tomorrow. If not tomorrow, it'll be by Wednesday um, to uh, definitely be able to put it out there and uh, give us enough time to set it up. But if you are very interested in it, we can make it happen and go from there. So, man, it, I, I have me going over my time talking about all that drinking and stuff. <laughs> kind of make me want to have a drink now, but I'm not. I'm sticking to my water. But um, until tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central Time, um, I appreciate everyone for tuning in tonight. Um, hopefully, y'all are staying safe because the coronavirus is still alive and well. The numbers continue to go up. Um, I think um, here in America, I think... I seen somewhere they said we, someone tested positive every so many seconds and someone died every 30 seconds or something last week. So something like that. But coronavirus is still out. It's, it's going bad. So please wear a mask, protect yourself right now. Um, in Texas, we have 2.27 million cases, um, 35,224 deaths. Now that's just in Texas. 
For the U.S., we at 25.3 million and 421,000 deaths. So um, please protect yourself. Like I say, I know people that have actually um, suffered with it, still suffering with it today. And it's not, it's not fun. It's, it's not a good thing when you texting your friend and trying to make sure they okay. And sometimes it may take them a while, uh, several hours to get back with you because they sleeping a lot. So, and I, I don't text them every day. I text them every other day just to make sure, um, make sure they okay. So uh, definitely protect yourself. And there's a lot of people that is um, uh, lost loved ones. Um, so praying for y'all too, because it's rough times. It's definitely rough. A lot of people are losing their lives and um, so do whatever you have to do to protect yourself. So until tomorrow night, I appreciate each and every one of you. Um, hopefully we still here tomorrow. God's will. Until then, I will see y'all then. Until then, peace.